Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Episode 33, Milan and Cheese. Do you know what a podcast is? No? Well, you're listening to one. From the creator of My Virgin Kitchen, with hand-picked guests, food topics spinning off into random conversation, and unbelievable food puns, just like that cheese one I just did. Based on a true story, one man brings you the podcast you never knew you needed. Download for your commute, or workout, or just to say to yourself... My ears are so lucky to hear this stonking content. It's the My Virgin Kitchen Podcast. All right, mate? Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, Jamie. I think, I think that's hello, isn't it, for in Italian? Mate, I was there so quickly and gone and so tired and so busy that I can't even remember. Ciao was said a lot. Ciao, Bella. Mm-hmm. Bellissimo. Buena cita. No? Oh, I don't know. No, no, I've just eaten, thank you. <laughs> uh, hello, I'm joined today by uh, Lettuce, my friend, Lettuce. Good afternoon, it is afternoon now, isn't it? Yes. It is, it is in some countries, yeah. It is, yeah, over uh, here it is. It is, yeah, absolutely. Are you good? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Um, a few little things to touch on, um, but first of all, I'd like to say hello, James, and actually you have appeared in a couple of videos since your last podcast. I have recently, yes. Yeah. May I thank you for having me? Uh, yeah, I, I thank the audience for having you as well because they've they've enjoyed your company. Good, well, I've enjoyed um, being in their company. Uh, just to let you know that Trump, uh, it's just you can just smell it. It's not me. It's uh, Amy who's sat. Are you in sure? The, um, I'm sure. I, if I did that, I can smell it right now. If I, I did like that, the way you blamed Amy without even asking me if it was me. So, well, uh, uh, do you eat dog biscuits? For the record, <laughs> well, well, you are vegetarian. Maybe yeah. that's your way around and get meat. I found some uh, grass grass ones. They just. They're made of ah, beautiful beetroot and grass. Ah, well, it does have the whiff of a of a dog trump. Um, <laughs> if it is you, I'm going to high five you because I I would be proud of that. I haven't got it yet. No, no. Okay, well, that's 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 cool. That's fine. We'll leave that. Yeah. Um. Well, Amy and Boston are to the side of us in a in a basket. But uh, yeah, some uh, lovely comments on James. You did the fizzy fruit video. Yeah, done your fizzy fruit and your uh, your naga chili. Naga chili. Yeah, you did two of those. That was mm. good fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed them. They were. Excellent. Yes. Eggs salon. Um, and the, the most common comment, which I, I think is always probably I say interesting, I, I should have probably probed further, was like, oh my gosh, James, and also your wife, Claire, mm-hmm. Mrs. Lettuce, that they don't look anything like I imagined. And I was like, what? Well, he's got a nose, two eyes. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Yeah, but do you find that, though, if you speak to somebody on the phone... Mm. And you, you, you build up an image in your mind, don't you, of how that person may look yeah. just from how they sound. And then you see them face to face. You're like, whoa. Yeah, that was the worst uh, tie bride I ever, yeah. I ever. God, <laughs> you're so much uglier than you sound. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah before Mrs. Barry, back in the dating game, you know, before they had yeah. Tinder and all this stuff. Yeah, now. And you had to import them. Yeah, you to, yep. yeah terrible stuff, really. <laughs> Posting um, packaging is just too much now, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think, I don't know what people meant by, by you know, what they said about in, in that way. I mean, it was just like, oh. I wonder how the, I wanted to know what, how they imagined that you look like. In fact, that would be really interesting. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you haven't seen the Fizzy Fruit or the Naga Chili video, um, and you've heard other podcasts, and obviously James now with a new setup sounds nice, you can uh, take a little moment and maybe draw with crayon, crayon and paper <laughs> <laughs> in your mind what you think James looks like, and then watch one of those videos. And then let me know, comment, uh, send me a tweet, Instagram, whatever, at my Virgin Kitchen. I'd love to read it. Me too. This this could this could be bad. It could. Or it could be really good. 
I think it's a great game. Depends on how well people's artistic skills yeah, are. Yeah, that is a great game. Yeah. Like, I would love to just ring a call centre. And, and draw all and, the people. Try and draw them. Yeah. And you win a prize. But if your drawing's not very good, they're all going to look the same, aren't they? Yeah. And there'll be someone like who's like hypnotist or something or some, you know, Darren Brown, whatever his name is, or Paul McKenna or David Cassidy. Was it David Cassidy? No. He died, didn't he, the other day? He's a singer. David, yeah, he was a, he was a singer. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hypnotist. David someone, David someone. Or did he hypnotise you with his sweet he did. tones? Oh, sweet love and music. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a David Copperfield. David Copperfield. He was the one that used to levitate and stuff. Well, he was yeah. a magician. He yeah. made a plane appear. There was, yeah. I saw... No, uh, disappear. Disappear. All yeah. oh, right, well, it just took off. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Make it appear. He made yeah. it reappear again. Yeah, yeah. The uh, flight to Florida is delayed. You're now clear for landing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, I, I will be doing this trick, but uh, uh, just just give me 20 minutes, yeah? <laughs> I've lost my plane. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Wow. I, I mean, I, I don't know how we've managed to get onto magic already. No, this brilliant. Talking, but, this is gone. Yeah, this is the great thing about a podcast, but... Anyway, back to cheese. Well, yeah, I, I want to talk about David Blaine. Yeah, David Blaine. David Blaine. Okay. Magician slash illusionist. Illusion- illusionist. Illusionist. Should not have had that whiskey before you started. I, I shouldn't. A little steadier. Um, he did that thing where he's like, hey, I'm going to come to London and I'm going to sit in a transparent box. He did, yeah. yeah I can't yeah, remember yeah. how long it was for. It's, it was a lot of days, like maybe two weeks or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't everyone just stand on Tower Bridge lofting exit? Him? Yeah, they hated it. <laughs> Golf balls, they were playing yeah. um, golf, weren't they? That's right, yeah, they it. were smashing it, people throwing eggs and shouting abuse at him, and like, Bless you him. know, it was a stunt, he got a lot of money for it and all that stuff, yeah. I'd imagine, but like, really? Like, I think he's like, oh, yeah, I've gone to England, because those guys love me, man. Uh, like, but he, he sat in the box like that, for two weeks, but he got out to have a wee? I didn't realise he did that, yeah, he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, he he got fed somehow as well, didn't he? Yeah. I might quickly Google that's like this. That's like going, I'm going to do an insane stunt, right? I'm going to spend two weeks in my house. But that's not magic, but though, But I'm only going to go out shopping. Yeah, that's that's like illusions and... It's not even illusion. No, that's just starvation, isn't it? Uh, I think it's insanity. David? Oh, not David Bowie. David Beckham? No. Third search David is David Jones. Wasn't he from the Monkees? I... Davy Jones? Oh, I don't know. It's a brand, David Jones. Wasn't Davy Jones from um, Pirates of the Caribbean? I've only seen one of those. David Jones is a locker. Yeah. He was the one with all the tentacles. I've seen the trailer. Make sure is you it? don't get that word uh, wrong. Oh, tentacle, yeah. <laughs> he had yeah. lots of what? tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> David Casty, David Jason, David Barry, David Lloyd, and I'm looking for David Blaine. Blaine. Because he did something else, didn't he, where he was in, uh, was it ice? or He was in an ice cube or something? Oh, yeah, and he did underwater as well. And he stood on top of a pole. Yes, that was another one. Yeah. Uh, David Blaine, above the below glass box. Do you, did you ever see... Um, Oh. This podcast has got nothing to do no, with cheese or anything like that, but I'm is, loving it. Oh, what's it called? Ace Ventura, hmm. where they, he went to that tribe, didn't they? And they were stood on top of a pole, and he was there spitting um, chewed up paper balls was that the for first a straw. One or the second one? Yeah. I remember they had to part of the initiation. What? No, I just said, was that the first one or the second one? You said, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it when people do that. <laughs> Barry, do you like red or yellow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say the second one. Okay, I, I when have. nature calls. Yeah, I've seen brief bits of that. Yeah. Uh, first one I've seen a few times, but um, that's good. I heard a rumour he's making another one actually. Oh, see, that's where it goes yeah. wrong. You leave it. I've heard a few rumours about um, sequels that they're bringing back and stuff. So, like another Goonies. There was another absolute cork um, the other day. Oh, we we saw it on telly. I told you when we was around having oh, a curry we, the other yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what's I don't know. Soul Glow. So oh, coming to America! Coming to America! Hence the fact we actually watched coming to America, didn't we? Yes. Just let your soul glow. I mean, I nearly uh, bought a McDowell's T-shirt from America. Yeah, for but it's going to cost about three hundred quid. <laughs> yeah, thirty dollars for the T-shirt. Well, fair enough. But eighty dollars shipping. 
Um, above the below, glass box stunt ends after 44 days. <sighs> wow. After surviving 44 days without food, okay, the illusionist was finally... Illusionist. <laughs> Still ain't got it of you. I'm reading it like word for... Oh, El- illusionist. Illusionist was finally released from a perspex box suspended above the banks of the River Thames on this day 12 years ago. Okay, I'm reading it. Yeah, this was October the 19th, 2003. Wow. Blimey. That was 14 years ago. That's a long time. I remember seeing that. Yeah. Well, that was... That, that's it only feels like it was maybe five or six years yeah, ago. That, that, yeah, like that's five or mental. six. Yeah, 100%. Like, no, it's double that. Like, 14... Wowzers. Um, on September the 5th, 2003, American magician and illusionist David Blaine stepped into a transparent plexiglass box on the south bank of the Thames near Tower Bridge for a crime he did not commit <laughs> <laughs> and began an endurance stunt he called Above the Blow. So, yeah, it's an endurance stunt. Okay. Far from Farmer, for more than six weeks, 30-year-old Blaine was locked inside, so he's now 47. No, no, he's 44. And he went 44 days about food. Apparently, he was locked inside this 3 by 7 by 7 foot box, which was suspended 30 foot in the air without any food or nutrients. So he just lived off water, was it? His only nourishment was 4.5 litres of water a day. An estimated 250,000 people came to see him during this fast, with millions more tuning into the live coverage on Channel 4 and Sky 1, which came via a webcam installed in the box. Celebrities including Naomi Campbell, Pamela Anderson and Sir Paul McCartney paid a visit to the site, which was dubbed Camp David. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, so basically... Hi, David. I wonder... Hi, Dave. I wonder I if the thing that made him stop was Paul McCartney getting his guitar out and singing Hey Jude over and over and over. And it's like, or know, maybe nah, it was nah, nah, nah. seeing old Pammy stood down there oh, and he just couldn't yeah. control himself. Yeah. And, 44 days. I don't even <clears> think I can go for 44 minutes without eating something. Nah, definitely. And just water. This being cynical Britain, however, not everyone was supportive. <laughs> Blaine Baiters. What's a great name. A Blaine Baiter? Yeah. Wow. Mm. That sounds like a plaster for like, I don't know, like you got like a cold store or something or like you got a chit, I don't know, a blister. I got to get my Blaine Baiters out. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> it's hurting real bad. These <laughs> Joe Blaines ain't doing me no favours. Including one tabloid newspaper. Oh, they taunted, heckled and ridiculed the New Yorker during his stunt. People threw everything from eggs and fruit to beer cans. I thought it said bear cans then. And paint-filled balloons at his box. Also in the thing he was hanging in. <laughs> And try to keep him awake with foghorns and drums. That's amazing. I didn't know that. They really didn't like him, did they? Royal Britannia at its best. That's it. If you're going to hang in a box, you stay in New York and do it, my friend. Why come to Britain and hang in? Come to Britain because you're just going to get ridiculed and berated. I love the the foghorns and drums, though. That's brilliant. Just when he's trying to have a kip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, a hamburger was even attached to a remote-controlled helicopter and flown up to the box to taunt him. Oh, that's amazing. That's yes, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, it's that's, bad. That's banter. But that is, I just, I would class that as banter. Yeah, and you know, that these days with drones, oh, they could have done like loads of them, oh, couldn't they? They're taking everything up, yeah. couldn't you? You could actually put it down on top of the box, where you can stare at it all day long as well. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. Blaine persisted despite the physical and mental suffering he was enduring, however, and said that the point of above the below was to demonstrate that the power of the spirit is greater than the flesh. Towards the end of the stunt, he cited his mother's death from cancer when he was 19 as an inspiration. She was starving, she had cancer, she had surgery all the time, but yet she managed to smile always and find love through the worst of conditions. Despite a hovering hamburger <laughs> in the hospital, it didn't put her off. Uh, and that's what I think this is for me. It's my way of finding beauty in suffering. Around 10,000 people from all over the world gathered to watch Blaine being released from his box on the 44th day. The day before, he had told his best friend, Har- Harmony Corrine, 
with whom he had co-devised the stunt, that he was almost at breaking point. During his fast, he said he had suffered heart palpitations, blurred vision, and breathing difficulties, and a lot of banter. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With paramedics standing close by, the Perspex box was lowered to the ground, Blaine emerged and broke down in tears. I have learned more in that little box than I have in years, he told the crowd. I've learned how important it is to have a sense of humour and laugh at everything because nothing makes any sense anyway. And you're all really horrible to me. Yeah. Poor Get Blaine. me on a plane. I'm a bit sorry for him now. Yeah. Um, but he probably made an absolute stack of cash doing it. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was to prove how the uh, the spirit is more whatever it was of the flesh. I think it was probably yeah. for the uh, couple yeah. of million that rolled oh, in after. Spirit in those notes. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, I feel really spiritual now. By the way, where's that check? He was quickly put on a stretcher and taken by ambulance to hospital, where he underwent tests and began refeeding under strict medical supervision. Basically, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> so then he started on our NHS. Yeah. Got himself some that's, free... That's right, yeah, because that's why he did it. Yeah. Wow. Get free medical cover. Yeah, that's what it was. Unbelievable. Blaine lost around four stone Damn during the 44 you, David. days. Four stone. That's a good weight loss, isn't it? Yeah, so that's Ray showing that back. Every 11 days, you'll lose a stone if you want to do the David Blaine diet. <laughs> but you must be suspended in the box. <laughs> that's the rules. And you must be able to put up with some top-quality banter yeah, from the yeah. public. We, yeah, we, you and I should be there flying a helicopter <laughs> with a, with a, a, a hamburger tangling. Like, there you go. Yeah, maybe that's what like made it. Oh, that would have been horrendous, man. Like, I've, you, yeah. know, you probably had a day or two where you've not eaten very much or hardly anything. Actually, do you know what, Wednesday, was it Wednesday or Thursday? Mm, I, I wasn't there. No, Thursday, mm. no word of a lie, I didn't eat anything all day. I had three cuts of coffee wow. all day. I was so busy at work, three cuts of coffee all day, and yeah. I got home, and it suddenly dawned on me, I thought I hadn't had nothing to eat yet. Really? And I was starving. Starving, Marvin. Proper. Um, okay, so... So imagine 44 days of that. No yeah, way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we've all been to that point like that, you know, we haven't eaten in a day, yeah. and you're like... Crikey, I could eat. And like, not even a bit of water would uh, suffice. But I, d- I don't know. There was a feeling that sometimes like we're giving up smoking and things, other things like trying to give up chocolate. I gave up chocolate for a year once for, as, a, as a New Year's resolution. Yeah, it was awesome. And after about two weeks, I was done. I didn't care. I didn't care for it anymore. Because you forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, but that can't work the same with food because you need that to yeah. exist. Yeah, that's true. Maybe just got used to water. Water, this is what I live off. But obviously, when you <laughs> someone's flying a Big Mac up towards you or whatever it was. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to cave in <laughs> you. The David Blaine diet. The illusionist, the illusionist broke his fast with a nutritionally complete drink with high levels of vitamins, uh, McFlurry, <laughs> <laughs> which he drank at intervals and in small quantities. Guinness. His first normal food after leaving the box was a handful of potato crisps. In December 2003, Blaine hinted that his stunt had been te- uh, faked. I was sneaking in and out every four hours. The top looked like glass, but it was a hologram glass made out of glucose. He told GMTV, adding, I'm just joking. Or was he? Oh, David. That's believable, actually, isn't it? You cheeky little monkey. Yeah, but how could he do that if there's people constantly watching him? Well, there you go. Conspiracy theories about Blaine's stunt, unless it was, like, say, a hologram, like, or there's some, like, yeah, they did old Alcatraz style on him, they got, like, a a model yeah. of him made. How, how would he get out, though? Because... Yeah, apparently he said he's got... Um, th- conspiracy theories included that he had a body double. He had a secret store of food under his blanket. The water being supplied to him was laced with nutrients and vitamins. And the cherry picker, which cleaned the box each night, had a platform which allowed him to escape. Mm. Mm. I feel like watching the live stream. Yeah, forty-four just days. Just to see if you again. can see anything iffy going on. That's a hell of a video for me to do, isn't it? Let's roll the cameras for forty-four days straight, just watching David Blaine. 
Just seeing what he does under that. Uh, I don't think you've got enough memory blanket. cards, have you? No, no. <laughs> to put it on uh, live stream it. You will right. have to, yeah. That's Interviewed your... 10 years after the stunt, which was still th- 2013. Wow. It was two th- it was, uh, 2003, I said. Three, yeah. yeah. Wow. Blaine said he didn't mind people throwing things at him during his time in the box. Thank God they did. Otherwise, that stunt would have been very boring. It would have been... been it would have been the same story day after day. He's on day 26, not eating. Day 27, not eating. He is thought to have earned 600000 as a result of his starvation stunt. Yeah, you do. Hey, that ain't bad. I'd, that's good. That's a good wage. I'd, I don't know if I could. Mm. Even if there was 600k sat there, I couldn't eat, I couldn't go 44 days. Yeah. How, how's work going, David? Oh, just hanging around doing nothing. <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 17 minutes near enough of illusion chat. Quick question, though. Mm-hmm. If you did 44 days in David's box, yeah, cheeky, cheeky banter. What would be your first dinner? If you come out and they went, "Hi Barry, oh. now you're finishing David's box. What would you like to eat?" Hmm. Well, probably something I had in Italy, which brings me on to that. Well, nice. actually, I'll just say ice cream. Yeah. I had the most amazing ice cream out there, which I think we'll go into in a bit more detail in just a, just a jiffy. Uh, I had some gelato, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I need to know the understanding of the difference between gelato and ice cream, but I know there are some fake gelatos out there with different colour powders to colourise it and like milk powders as well to make it seem like it's genuine and it's just, it's not quite the same. It's not legit. But I did some research and found one of the best ones, but um, actually I was, uh, before James arrived, because we're in the, we're in the barn here uh, doing the podcast and in, in a nice new... Uh, it's very nice by the is way. Is it nice? Yeah, compared to the old Echo you had. Yeah. This is mental. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Like really good. We play it back, and you listen to it you're like, oh my god! And I, pl- I think I gave you a little teaser of that yeah, old yeah, one yeah, we sent blended it to week, together. Yeah. Like, that's not too bad. I think I said on the podcast with you, with you and Claire were here, and I'm like, yeah, it sounds alright when we did it at the time. Mm-hmm. But now this, yeah, this is. I don't know if it's too dead, but it's, I think it's quite nice. No, I think it has um, to be there, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's like you're right in our. You don't want too many echoes. Echoes. We are right echoes. in your earlobes. James is sat on one, and I am in the other, and we are in your ears. Um, yeah. What lovely ears you have. Yeah, they're very nice. Just tickle that little hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was incredible out there. So yeah, that's why the, the name of the podcast, uh, is, uh, Italy. No, Milan not, and cheese. Milan, Milan and cheese, because that was why I went out to Italy, folks, for Milan and cheese. Well, Milan, not really. Milan was a bonus thing. Um, I, I need to touch on a, a subject, uh, first of all. Uh, which only the patrons know of this, which is, um, you know, I, I didn't want to tell too many people, but um, unfortunately, um, as you can tell, James is not Rob. Uh, Rob and I, who, who came to Italy with me, uh, we have sadly decided to to part ways. Um, I don't really want to go into it in too much detail. Um, I did a little post on it on my Patreon, um, but I think the bottom line is um, I knew how lucky I was to have Rob, and maybe some of my audience didn't and maybe probably didn't appreciate him as much and that's probably what I want to say on it because he was you, know, you, you came and did a couple of videos with him right he's a very talented uh chap extremely talented bloke like so good at his craft and he actually became a really good friend in such a short space of time and I th- it's it's just sadly I mean we'd hopefully still be able to work together on some trips and things because the footage he caught in the cheese factory is just insane um but some some people maybe weren't so much of a keen fan of that that style and um it's up to me now to kind of i guess own this studio on my own and it's kind of scary just before you arrived james i sat here kind of thinking because i've never really sat here with it almost like film ready with the echo done with it all done like this and being like right i can film here now it's like 
I yeah. just want to create all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one side of you know the one downside of with when we worked with Rob was that we were both working absolute flat out as well, and we didn't actually make much more than I used to do on my own, and I used to not really take it too seriously. Um, but like the quality that he made, I can't deny it was fantastic, and uh, it's, it's just a shame that there was you know perhaps a small section of the audience that maybe just pre- preferred old school me filming on my own or just maybe just didn't really appreciate how lucky I was in the search to find like Rob. Yeah. I mean, I you mean, went through 10, oh 12 man. people at yeah. least, didn't you, to get to him? Yeah. And I met some characters and every time I met someone, I was like, oh, this one's better than the last one. And there were two or three people I very nearly went with. Crikey. I, I shudder to think what would have happened, how it would have looked. They could have, uh, well, they, they may not yeah. be here now. Well, I mean, like, they probably, <laughs> you know, if, if someone as good as Rob, you know, it just you know it didn't really work out in that respect. Then I I'm generally scared to to have seen or even known what even what this place looks like. You know, mm-hmm. Rob's helped me so much with the, with the setup, and I'm we're staying in touch. He's going to help me with a few other trips we've got lined up. But as for the day to day, I'm going to crack on sort of one man band styley, and I'm kind of excited by that in a way. But you know, a little sad that it's uh, happened. And some of the patrons like posts were like, I can't believe this. You know. Uh, you know, it's so sad, and it it, it is. Um, but I it, think because of his like his his craft and how good he is at it, then the fact that you can still maybe use him on some more of these niche products uh, projects that you're going to be doing, yeah, is still a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he, he is a, he's a great guy, and he's you know, as I say, we were so lucky to have him. I might not have only I might have only had him for a short space of time anyway before he got snapped up by you know someone that could probably paid him way better than I one I than I ever could have and uh, you know and he's worth that uh, he puts the hours in and he, let's say he was he was a he was a lovely bloke and uh, yeah, yeah that's that's kind of all I want to say on it but he did two podcasts and he absolutely loved doing the podcast he's an active listener of podcasts so you know I hope he's listening to this I'm going to obviously uh, share it and um, I said you know he can come back and do one whenever he likes and uh, he's an absolute top bloke and uh, I'm just really sad that it's worked out like that really but onwards and upwards. Uh, I want to sort of talk about the trip to Italy Yes, we, we need did. to hear about that because yeah. obviously you've told me a few snippets since you got back and we've spoken. But Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say I've, I've been really ill. <laughs> like, I don't like, like, I went to Milan. I'm actually just editing the vlog now before you arrived. Uh, I did a little, my own little behind the scenes trip of Italy and I woke up and I'm like, I just remembered, I was like, oh my God, I'm still bunged up now. Because you were a bit, bit poorly before you went, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And I, it came in about the Monday and I st- there was one video we were supposed to film on the Tuesday. I was like, mate, I can't do this to Rob. I was like, mate, I need to get ready for Milan. And we did one. Uh, something weird just happened. <laughs> um, hopefully that we'll just try and blend that in because I'm so good at editing podcasts. We were mid flow, weren't we, we? We were. You were telling me how ill I was. So put, put this out. No, you folks. were telling me how ill you were. Oh yeah. Oh, because you had a you had, had a runny sniffle. nose. I had a runny nose. Man flu. Man flu, mate. I'm going to come on to that. Well, I will. But just to say, I'm using this new Zoom thing, records multiple things, and I can do a podcast on the go, which ultimately we were going to do this podcast in Italy, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll come on to that as well in a bit. But the battery thing on it just went down to one bar, and then all of a sudden it just went boom. Death. And it was quite a like horrible sound as well. It went really... Um, I felt like we said nothing. another 10 minutes, though. I generally do. I went cut off because we just had a little listen on the PC, um, but don't worry. We've salvaged it. And we're back. Uh, we were thinking, oh no, we're going to have to try and do the podcast again. How the heck did we get on to David Blaine? Yeah. <laughs> really panicking. Well, that's what we were worried about, like, uh, the Italy or anything like that. We like, yeah, what about David Blaine? That story yeah, was amazing. Because that was the best thing ever. Yeah. No one cares about your trip to Italy. No. But David Blaine. David Blaine in a box. Uh, so I'm going to be watching this battery monitor like a hawk. But hey, at least if it doesn't, if it fails again, 
I've got some more double A's on charge. Best thing ever. Do you know what? I, was, I would spend, I got these lapel mics that I, I use batteries, wireless and receiver. Uh, they take Duracell double A's. They're probably about three, four pound a pack. You know? mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you, know, you get multi packs, four, eight, whatever. Um, they, I would get maybe two, three videos out of each one of those. And I thought, oh, I'll just look online and get some rechargeable double A's. And they were like £10, and they had like massive review rating on Amazon. Absolutely phenomenal. And they've worked absolute charm. Well, there you go, then. Yeah. And uh, So, like, this is what I'm using here. So, while I've got... Can you hear that? Is that a heater? That's what it, I can hear a little tappy tap. Yeah. I was hearing the tick, tick, tick as well. Tick, tick. I bet I got a thing was doom. I think like, it's tick, David tick. Blaine trying to get in. It might be. <laughs> Let me out my box. Oh, yeah. it's Sorry, I've uh, just taken my headphones. It's just the weirdest it's, podcast it's the, ever. It is, yeah. <laughs> Electric heaters and David Blaine. Uh, it's just Don't worry, everyone, you up. will get to hear about Milan and cheese soon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so the, uh, let's go right to the end of the Milan trip. So we were planning on doing the podcast on the morning before we left because we had loads of time. As it was, no. No, <laughs> we didn't. Then we, like, we were very lucky to even get to the airport in the end, luckily. So uh, with, it, with it, we did it, though. So, okay. Uh, so Milan, yeah, I wasn't feeling too good. Sniffles and all that. So we, like did, like, the katsu curry was the last video. And then all of a sudden, before we know it, Saturday morning, we're off to Italy, never been there. We land into Milan Bergamo Airport. Very cheap flight, 20 quid. Shout out to Skyscanner. That's really good. You were telling me about that yesterday, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. You ever been to Skyscanner? No, no. Well, we looked yesterday, didn't we, on the way up to oh, London? Oh, yeah. I just gave you some uh, prices, yeah. So yeah. You, if you, you could go anywhere in the world, like, just put in the cheapest month. Um, you know, I, want, I don't care where I go. I want to leave the UK, and it can go anywhere, and it'll give you like the, literally the cheapest prices. But what um, I like about it is when you drill down to the calendar... Because we picked our flights to go on the Saturday, although Becky was having a night away with friends, which she still did anyway. But I was going to go on the Sunday when she got home. But the difference in price was £120 really? per person each way. So that cost alone, £120 per person, was more than the cost that we paid to get there and back for both of us. So you would have thought it would have been more expensive on a Saturday, wouldn't you, to fly out, rather than a Sunday, because that's peak. Yeah, you know. but what I guess it is, I think they're, they're busier. It seemed to be, I think it's Tuesdays and Saturdays were like the quietest days. Right. Um, there, there seemed to be definitely like a, uh, a link, because it had red, yellow and green in the calendar of like which one's the more expensive. And like... I guess people are going for maybe a weekend away to Milan, so they might leave yeah, on the Friday. City break, isn't it? Yeah, and they come back on the Sunday, maybe. Um, so maybe that's why. And it's sort of Saturday afternoon as well, so it's right plumb in the middle of sociable hours. So you uh, got them for a the cheap price of twenty pounds, twenty pound each. Right, and we looked yesterday; it was like fourteen. So you can get one. For, you can get one for seven one day. Seven, seven quid. quid. Yeah, yeah. I sp- I spent more on the panini at the airport. Yeah, I was going to say, bonkers. the airport food costs more than the flight. How do they make money out of that? Is this pre-sold seats that people haven't turned up for or um, cancellation? No, no, because I think it's like the old school thing of like, well, if if we're not going to sell it for seven quid, we've lost seven quid because no one's going to go on it. Right, so they're better uh, off filling yeah. the seat for nothing. Yeah, I think it's like the old um, easy jet style, easy bus thing, how they do it. Or mm-hmm. like, um, you know, mega you bus. Mega bus, yeah, you can get a, pound, a bus for a pound. But like, you know, the, the, late, the later you are, yeah, you might pay 10 quid because, you know, they've got to fill that bus up yeah. to pay for the driver and the fuel initially. And then they might make small profit. But if they've got like 100 buses around the country going all, all the time, then yeah, that's their business model, right? It's crazy. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've got an awesome flight, uh, Ryanair. They had a really cool picture of a salad, actually. That's on my vlog. So if you watch the Barry's vlog, um, that'll be up tomorrow. It's just a special Italian one. Drop my vlog camera, otherwise I would be vlogging next week as well. Smash that in Italy. Oh. Lush. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. I found out that there's a, uh, a protective case for it for a fiver. 
but it needs a bit of a TLC anyway. The lens cap doesn't open when you turn it on. The screen's hanging off the back of it. It's lost the screw. I tried Araldite in that. Christmas is on the way. Yeah. Uh, if Mrs. Barry's listening to this. Oh, I think she's... Uh, somebody... Oh, no, she's got me tickets to Peter Kay for Christmas. She... Yeah, I quite like his... Uh, I, I just want him to do that sketch where he's like... Um, your burgers are the best. <laughs> yeah. Just change, hear the lyrics. Like, oh my gosh. I believe the hot dogs go on. What was Celine the other Dion. one? Um, pork pie. Pork pie. Can't go on. <laughs> feeling nothing's wrong. Pork, pork pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, that. And birds, I'm begging you for birdseed. And there's a Michael Jackson one, isn't there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah bur- you are not okay, alone. Yeah. Yeah, burgers yeah. are the best. Oh, so good. Um, what was it? Um, just let me stay for a minute. We're giving love. You know that? Yeah. Just let me stay for the vicar. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm just hoping that he just does that live. So, um, actually, folks, if you are um not who know who Peter K is, if you literally Google Peter K misheard song lyrics, that is one of the funniest sketches in the world. It is funny. It's yeah. Just hilarious. Uh, so that's what I got for Christmas. Yeah, nice. uh, and also Mrs. Barry, she wanted it as a joint Christmas present. We're not really, we're just getting as the years go on with the kids getting older, we just get ourselves less and less pants and socks. And uh, as you can tell, yeah, <laughs> I'm not wearing anything. Yeah, I know your flies are undone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the kids just get more and more. Told you so, not to wear well, that skirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought I'd show a bit of leg for the podcast, <laughs> but yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, on the Ryanair thing, they had this. Uh, it's so cheap on the Ryanair flight. They didn't even have like the pouch on the back of the seat to put like a no? uh, magazine in. They just handed them out if you wanted them. And uh, there was like the health and safety, you know, if you crash, you know, put a whistle in your mouth, put a you know, armband on, whatever. And uh, they had their menu, like a little sticker at the top, and it was like the, the world's worst salad. It was literally a tomato with a uh, piece of lettuce. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Sounds uh, nice. It was very nice. I, I think it's the world's worst salad, so... I caught that on the blog even um, david blaine would turn it was no yeah, love like, would, yeah. even after 44 days of fasting absolutely yeah poor bloke give him some more water <laughs> but those all those conspiracy theories he's bound to have done something in it nutrients yeah. in the water he just would. got bored 44 days yeah i don't know if there i didn't get to that point actually whether there is actually an end to it if there was going to be like right that's it we're done uh you know i'm going to do it for 60 days i'm going to do it for whatever uh maybe just had enough eggs thrown at him or whatever but six hundred thousand, not bad for 44 days work Take I'll, that. I'll do it. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we landed in the Milan Bergamo airport. Uh, tried to get an Uber. Thought, yeah, this is pretty good. Uh, the estimated fare came up at seventy-five euros. Whoa. Yeah, pretty crazy. And how far is that from the your uh, destination? It was an hour. It was an hour's drive. Um, and then uh, we went to a taxi driver. Said, oh yeah, and he he wanted like a hundred and fifty. Uh, and then we saw a bus, and it's five euros. So I felt sorry for Rob. Actually, we got on this bus. Um, it's like oh, it's dead. And they go every fifteen minutes from Milan Bergamo Airport to Central Milan, right? And uh, we we get on the bus and like oh, it's spread out, Rob. Yeah, yeah, it's spread out. And it starts to fill up. I'm like oh, crikey, this is getting, you know, pretty full. And then uh, this lady, uh, all those three couple of seats spare, just takes the shining the Rob, sits right <laughs> next to him. And I was like, I messaged him, who's your friend? On the bus, like... She, was she a local or a, a um, holiday she, maker? She was like a middle-aged woman, and it's weird, she kept looking over, like, out, fr- almost through him. She didn't seem very friendly, but I just felt so sorry for him that he, you know, he could have sat on one of the seats. So, you know, he had everyone else on the bus had uh, a seat, you know, with no one next to them, at least. And she chose him. And she just sat next to him when there was perfectly, like, literally next to them, opposite, was an, was an empty seat. Um, <laughs> and Rob was saying afterwards oh, that she was looking over at it, but uh, at one stage. So, yeah, we get into... Milan, and then we still needed to get a, a taxi from Milan to our hotel. Uh, some lady, and that was the best. It was a moment. She's like, 
oh, the traffic. She's like, oh, mamma mia. And I heard it. I was like, yes. Yes. That's like she life goal complete. That classic line. Yeah, I heard an Italian say mamma mia. It's <laughs> kind of like, what would you hear an English person say? God blimey. God blimey. The Queen. Strike a Strike. light. Yeah. Um, the Queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a cup of tea. Lizzie. Lizzie, that's right. Um, so, yeah, we went to this hotel and we were warned. It was like the reviews were awful, but it was a last minute job in Milan, like central Milan. It was perfect location. And like, in a hotel, you don't stay in there, you know, you know unless no. you, you know, you could, you've got that luxury to choose. But it was like, you know, it's just like faulty towers. It was really run down. And it oh, was. Really? Oh, it had a, the most old school hairdresser. Uh, hairdresser? Yeah. <laughs> I had the worst <laughs> perm ever. It, yeah. <laughs> Um, a hairdryer was like something from Buck Rogers. It was insane. <laughs> the bed was literally like a brick wall. Yeah. No pillow. I tried folding it over like origami over and over. I just couldn't get any depth on it. Any, you know, it was just weird. But like I said to, you know, that's just, you know. Just How much get was in, that a night then? I worked out 80 euros. It's really that's cheap. Just, yeah, it was a bargain. Well, that's, the next one. Yeah, that's not cheap, cheap. No. Like, cheap, at cheap. least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs just come over. Like, yeah. Oh, God. It wasn't that cheap. Yeah. But. For central Milan, central and yeah, Milan I suppose is a, for city. But the other choice was like a 350 euro hotel because we left it quite last minute. We weren't yeah. sure if we were going straight to um, Simeone, Lake Garda area or not. And uh, so we just, I said, let's just get out. And we went to a little wonder, massive cathedral, so beautiful. Uh, and uh, it had a little stroll around there, had a little uh, cheeky pizza. That was quite nice. And uh wasn't the best. It was, although it was central, I was like, no, we can do better than this. And uh, so we had an, an early night. Rob got up like 5 a.m. Filmed a sunrise around Did the cathedral. He? Fair play. Yeah, got some awesome pictures of that. And I was like, yeah. But he's used to traveling. He loved all that stuff. And mm. uh, I, I could really see that he thrived in that element. You know, so he got some, on his Instagram, uh, he got some like lovely pictures. And um, yeah, we then did a food diary around Milan. So I was like, right, I'm going to Milan. What do, What's the three or four things that I want to hit? And uh, I was like, obviously, I want to try an Italian-style coffee. Yep. I want to try uh, a gelato, and I want to try pizza or pasta. And uh, so we set off, and there was this shop called Peck that everyone was raving about. Peck. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, we, we actually filmed all this. So this is a video that Rob's editing as well. Like, he's probably hopefully so doing it. So people will get to see all yeah, of this. Yeah, you should hopefully. Yeah, it's going to be called the Milan Food Diary. And uh, yeah, so we filmed in uh, yeah outside this Peck, and Phil, Rob was literally walking around filming it, getting all these shots. It was like a, a really high-end supermarket delicatessen, like a smaller down version with a coffee shop in it. It had a restaurant upstairs. Really, really top quality stuff. With some really weird looking stuff as well, like loads of g- terrines, like loads of gelatin and stuff. So it's still a bit freaky stuff, but mm-hmm. really high end. So, <coughs> excuse me. Still a bit poorly. Still a bit poorly, yeah. It's, it's all <laughs> coming back to me now. I think it, actually it's the, it's the germs from this microphone. Yeah, good. Um, so, swap. yeah, we went in there and had the, the coffee. And obviously, the, co- the Italians with the coffee, they go in there, they have their coffee, they do it, and they're done. It's a short little, you know, like an espresso. Oh, they don't sit in. Costa for three hours. Not gas really. Bagging. Not, yeah, not like uh, you know the uh, the tradition here. I no. guess um, we they they just kind of they get their coffee, then move on. Some places charge a sitting fee for doing that. If you're going to sit and you know take up a really? table, but yeah, they're like you know if you're having a coffee, um, you make sure you have some more stuff with it because I've seen loads. Of, while Rob and I were sat there, like we've seen maybe a handful of Italians just come in, coffee fix, straight down, done, out the door. What are they five minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. just sit at the bar, like the bar area where the barista is and all that stuff. And uh, um, I said barrister then, like at court. <laughs> <laughs> I sentenced you. <laughs> Judging them as they drink their coffee. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was amazing. Like they had loads of nice cakes and stuff. And I went in there and it was just, I'm not that great with coffee. I, I, I mean, we have instant coffee here at the studio. I don't mind. Like I just generally don't mind. I'll, I'll drink coffee, but that was something else. Um, 
In a good way? Yeah, it was good. It was strong, though, man. It was like... And that's the thing I get when I have normal coffees anyway. I get, like, not acid reflux, but, like, a real sharp pain yeah. in my chest. And that sort of, like, acidicness or the pain, like, that came. Because I had one um, in the morning. We we grabbed a quick, cheeky coffee somewhere else. And it was like, it, oh, okay, this isn't a latte. This is, you know, this isn't... So I, this, that was my second of the day. And all of a sudden, I felt like I'd been punched in the chest by Superman or something. It was you like, do know oh. you're not meant to eat the cup, though, yeah? Oh, gosh. Oh, oh no. The, okay, so I found the china quite crunchy. Silly Billy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's got any sugar on that. Dip in the handle in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, so then I I eat the cup and then the coffee just goes through <laughs> that. Okay, yeah, great, great. But imagine if I did that. I've just noticed that this podcasting has gone down to one bar on, on Bachelor. Again? Yeah. But um, it's held out for quite a while so must far. Must be our beautiful voices. Yeah, I think it must be. The batteries can't cope with yeah. it. So if it pops off again, we'll we'll just hit. I've got the other ones that literally on charge right now. So, um, Yeah, so we did that. Uh, then went to uh, get some gelato, and we were outside this place. It's supposed to be one of the best in Italy, but it's thirty-five mile walk, uh, thirty-five minute walk. And I was like, I just felt like walking. <laughs> um, we went down to the south of uh, Milan area, and we got outside it, and it was just like it looked like a run-down street, and like the shutters were down. There's a bench directly outside, and I captured the moment perfectly on the vlog. It was like something from like a sci-fi film because we just sat there. I was like, I can hear a fridge buzzing. It's going to open. And just as I Googled their opening hours, because we didn't check it, we're like, this was a Sunday as well. We were mm-hmm. so lucky because everything could have been shut. All of a sudden, it just went and lifted up. And then, like, it was really weird because the guy thing lifted up. And he's only a young lad. And his first sight of opening his thing was, like, two big cameras pointing at him. <laughs> like, but he didn't know what to do. Like, what? And they had the most amazing gelato there. Um, so many different flavors. He literally gave you a spoon of every single one, and there was a lovely coconut one. It's like a vegan one, but it was like maybe coconut milk and like just pure coconut. It was absolutely gorgeous. I said, "I'll oh, just give me something crazy," and I had a pistachio salt and pepper flavor, ah. and then a chocolate, but it was a darker chocolate, but with um, chili powder in it as well. That nice. was really nice. But then I, I didn't realize there was a cheeky one that he didn't tell me about, and it was like a salted caramel peanutty one, and that's what Rob had. And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's my my favorite combination. I love that." Did Rob let you try a bit of his? Well, I was too busy demolishing mine. Oh. So by the time he filmed me eating and mine... And he didn't want I, your germs. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I ate that and it was just the most... It was huge. I took a picture on my Instagram. It was just so good. Uh, but it's a shame that the outside of that shop... I think it was called Neve something. I put it on my Instagram. Uh, at my Virgin Kitchen, as you know. And it's just, it just... It was incredible. And apparently there are... You can see some fake ones. Apparently if they're more whipped up on the top or something, they hide stuff under the bottom. Oh, I, really? I don't really know the... Yeah, I don't really What's the difference that? between <clears throat> gelato and ice cream then? Because I don't know. Well, that was something I wanted to find out. <clears throat> and I think I'll Google it right now. Gelato versus ice cream. Uh, while both gelato and ice cream contain cream, milk and sugar, authentic gelato uses more milk and less cream than ice cream and generally doesn't use egg yolks, which are a common ingredient in ice cream. Okay. See, I didn't even know there was egg yolk in ice cream. Yeah, well, it depends on... There's loads of different ways of the base mix. We can make ice cream with just a banana. You know that? Well, it's not really ice cream. Didn't you make some of that the other week? Yeah, I did a little top, top down. Top down, yeah. Uh, fro- freeze a banana, whiz it up, which is really hard to whiz up. Um, so make sure you chop it really fine as you can. Uh-huh. In fact, maybe even mash it first, actually. I didn't think uh, of that. Mash yeah. it first, then freeze it, and then just give it a little mixy mix again, and uh, chuck in some cocoa powder, Nutella, honey, whatever. That's nice ice cream. But uh, yeah, apparently it's just the base mix. So, But this stuff was phenomenal. Is, did you, was it lighter than um, yeah. ice cream? Yeah, it was lighter. A bit more sorbet? Um, no, just more milky actually. Yeah, oh, like, okay. when I read that, no, it, it, it was all he wouldn't. I was just like, mate, can you tell me the actual? And he was like, I can't tell you that. I was like, I know you're only like sixteen, but you should come to my hometown and 
create this little store here because it would blow everyone away. Yeah. It was insane. I was so inspired by the food man. I was like, I need to know how to make gelato. I want to make a pop-up my virgin kitchen selling gelato and pizza and whatever. I, that would be just so cool. And actually a little... I would be in there every night if you were selling pizza. I have actually reserved a domain for something further down the line of a little goal of mine that I'd like to do. Yeah? Yeah. I can't talk about it right now, but um, it does involve selling food it's like a cafe pop-up restaurant thing but uh the idea of it i've already reserved the name nice uh, and uh, all the social media handles because an ice cream is involved in it that's all, all i'm going to touch on is there pizza involved um yes there is it's oh actually, my <laughs> lord yeah, it's basically a pizza ice cream part no no it's something along those lines but hey, it's just a dream and uh uh you got a dream right so that's that's the aim one day uh that all the subscribers can, can come I visit be your pizza test oh yeah that's Thank nice you. um can you eat the meat feast one james <laughs> For sure. Although, actually, I was tagged in something on Facebook one night the other day, or that I saw, and I tagged you and uh, Jiminy James in. Oh, yeah. I called James. I shouldn't be calling you James. You shouldn't. I should be calling you James. You need to drop the S. Yeah, because there's not many of you. It's, it's, you're on your own. I'm a singular. Singular James. So if there was you and Jiminy James with you, or Jiminy James, I'd call you both James, because James. there's plural James opposite me. To, for the purpose of this podcast, then, I can now be James. James. Thank you, James. It's what? like Jane with an M. Yeah crazy masculine jane yeah so we went uh around italy then and we went to this pizza parlor it was all getting really really busy and just didn't find anywhere decent we just went in this one place that was especially one of the best but it's really crowded and we couldn't really film in there and i wasn't really feeling it either and it just the pe- the, the weight it was horrible and really rushed and we just said oh this is awful and i came out and i said oh we'll go get we'll go, we're not going to finish the food diary here we're going to go to lake garden now and i i'll show you we'll have something nice there and luckily i did i had a, a really nice mixed seafood pasta from uh from over there, but uh, I uh, got pickpocketed. In, uh, you told me yeah, about yeah, that. I think, few, should, uh, I think you should share this. But for the safety of others, if they're going to go to yeah. Milan, you need to learn from this next story. Oh, yeah. Well, I won't go into it in too detail, but basically, if you go to Milan and you see some men that are from Africa, they hang out in groups and they've got friendship bracelets and they try to put it on you. They call you your brother. They say, Akuna Matata for Africa, brother. Run. They are not your friend. <laughs> they are they are after your watch because they try, They well, they put a wrist back, they put a thing on my wrist, a friendship bracelet. Well, one tried one arm and then the other one, and they were quite clearly feeling where my wrist, my watch was. I remember the moment he felt my rip my watch and then our eyes made contact. And I remember now, I was like, that is exactly what he's after. And, uh, and yeah. he knew that you knew. Yep. And you knew that he knew that you knew. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a moment. And then we were in Italy. Got a bit romantic. <laughs> That's it. And then all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> My mind's telling kissing. me no. Yeah, yeah. So Sharing gelato. Be careful if, you, if you're out in. Uh, and someone starts shouting a kuna matata. It means, hey, no worries, brother. No worries. Don't. Just be watch out for these guys. So uh, that was Milan. We, uh, How we, ironic. No worries. No, no, no worries. Worry. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be worrying. But they were scattered everywhere. And the police were there. They knew what they were doing, but I think they just had an agreement where they kept their distance, you know. Um, so, yeah, we went to... We, um, had a, you know, we had a late train from Milan to Lake Garda. So by the time we got there, it was about an hour and a half, two-hour train, in which I actually witnessed two teenagers, probably like late teens, 19, uh, kissing non-stop French kissing you know proper going for it the whole journey from Milan to our same stop at Lake Garda I they did not come up for air it was insane did you ever I've never seen anything like that memory left on your memory card to yeah for the whole I, I hour. tried but um you know I've kept that on my personal <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was just, I, I was gonna do like a live stream I was like these are proper going for it but I well, kept thinking they're gonna come up and they're gonna see me filming them uh, did none didn't. of the other locals think it was well it was on a heaving train I was stood in the carriage in between the two and so there was clearly two people sat opposite them because they were in t- 
seats in pairs facing each other. So uh, God knows what the other people thought opposite. But there, what I, one thing I did see in Italy, there was a lot of public affection on show. Perhaps it's just normal over yeah. there. It doesn't, you know, they're not doing it in a... No. I mean, it was... Kinky way. I couldn't avoid it. Let's put they're it that way. It wasn't each other intention. their affection. Yeah. I wasn't intentionally right, a medium looking. medium of tongues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I got a first-class ticket for that. Front row. Yeah, so we get to Lake Garden, but it's, it's an absolutely beautiful lake, you know, volcanic area and stuff. And by the time we got in, it was pitch black at night, so we had no idea. But we, we knew we were on this um, uh, this little sort of strand that sticks out from it where, where we were based. And uh, we were very, very lucky with that. And then we went to the cheese factory the next day, which was a, a, a whole load of cheesy goodness. And that was for Parmigiana Reggiano? No, it's not. It's for no. Grana Padano. Grana Padano. I'll get slapped if I say... I'm not actually... In the video brief, I'm not allowed to say Parmesan. Because um, it's not Parmesan. Because they're territorial, yeah. It's, it's uh, Yeah, the Grana apparently means crumbly. It's about a crumbly cheese that... It's actually invented by the monks and all this years ago, and it's, a, it's designed to be able to last for a long time, and... It was incredible, the passion that they put in. They, uh, like, yeah, they produce it in northern Italy, mainly um, the Padano and obviously Parmesan. They've got, it's, quite, it's very territorial, uh, and they've got a consortium. The recipe's protected. So if you see any Grana Padano for sale, it's actually got a stamp in it. It has to be signed off, and they actually um, brand it like a cow. They brand the stamp on. But, uh, yeah, I went there, and we watched uh, the whole process of them. Like, a 1,000 litres of milk goes into making two wheels. So, you know, uh, 500 litres of milk is in one wheel. Um, it's absolutely bonkers, and like I saw them separating it and cutting it, and like they were making loads and loads a day. These guys get up at three or four in the morning, and they're done by like eleven midday, and then that's it. And they just do that three six five, uh, you know, all, all year round. And uh, yeah, they they sort of put a, they take it out and put it in a mold and uh, put a, like a frame around it, so it's got that etching. I can, actually got the block of cheese with me here. I'll show you before you go. Uh, so it goes in a plastic mold, and they turn it every 24 hours, and it goes in a metal bowl uh, mold, then it goes in a salt bath, and then it, they literally leave it for, I think, nine months is the minimum. Then they do like a 12 to 24-hour tw- uh, one, 24-month uh, one, and then I had tried a 36 one. So it starts off really creamy, and the longer they leave it, the flavors get really sharp and tangy, and you get these little white specks of sort of salt appearing yeah. and, and that sharpness. So you can really have a... A real cheesy experience there. And did you know. eat it when it was solid? Because I know that yeah. you have this thing with cheese, don't you? I do. Um, I, I, and I did. Um, I had to. And yeah, I, I suppose. I, and um, you know, they Can't were like, take, way take a not. bigger bit. Yeah, and they sliced it all open for me. And they're like, oh, try the try the youngest one against the oldest one and, and compare the two. And, and now try the middle one. And now try it. And I was like, I was starting to feel really like, <laughs> oh, no. But I did um, mention, I think, on my Patreon. I was like, you know, guys, just let you know there's something coming up. And I've got a... Grin and bear it because it was absolutely such an amazing experience to go and witness that. And we, the video we've got should be should be awesome of that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it all because yeah. three days of. I know you were pulling some long hours over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you must have so much cool footage. Yeah, it should be awesome. It just depends how much we want to put into it, really. But like every 15 days, once they're in storage, they still there's a man that goes up in a forklift turns it over polishes it and then puts it back down again they just i don't know the exact reason why they do that but then they've also got a machine that does it as well but there was literally still a man there doing the same job polishing what yeah, the cheese yeah they had like a shoe shiner uh that he'd get the shoe lift the shoe cheese off the shelf the cheese wheel put it in and it would shine either side of it take it out flip it back over again and then they just do that every sort of 15 days while it's in storage for that whole uh monthly process so yeah pretty cool eh? that's amazing like yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> really? You were waiting for that, weren't yeah, you? Yeah. 
you were desperate to get a cheese pun in. Couldn't help it. But that room was like something like a big vault from Indiana Jones. I would put a little picture on my Instagram, I think. But also the video will show it was just rows and rows of cheese. And there was an earthquake. There's quite a few earthquakes in Italy, isn't there? Like from time to time. But like there was one with one of their farm, like local places that makes these. And their whole thing, stock, just went. And they started selling it off on the cheap. Loads of people were going, yeah, I'll buy it for you just to help them out a little bit. Because like they lost their... Like thousands and thousands of pounds, like it just that all their shelving, it just flew off like crazy. Good um, Jesus! So we went to this little restaurant on the way back, and uh, they we got treated by the people from Grana Padana. They went to this gorgeous restaurant where they had a steak tartare. They did that right in front of us, old school style. I didn't have that. Rob did, but uh, it looked amazing. The egg, the mustard, the capers—they're mixing it all in. And um, I had like a mixed grill thing, which was phenomenal. It was just like Michelin star food. And like we were in a food coma when we left from that, so yeah, I bet. Um, we went to a little cheeky sauna as well. After that, just a little rest for a couple of hours. And then we went to the only restaurant that was open on that night. We were like, "God, everyone's dead," because it was out of season. Normally, that place is so touristy. Yeah. It was like so beautiful, though. Like there was couples everywhere, obviously on honeymoons or whatever. And uh, we could go right out to the end of the, the point um, where we were, and it was just just absolutely breathtaking. The like the sunset and all that. Uh, but we just had to go get some food. And uh, the only uh, restaurant that was busy was full of Italians. And we're like, if we're going in there, we knew it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. And we both had, uh, was it tiramisu? Uh, and uh, I had like a, a mixed seafood spaghetti for eight euros. Wow. It was insane. Like eight euros. But it was the most breathtaking thing I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, and we, co- we captured a teeny bit of that on film. And then I finished the food diary. And then we're like, hey, yeah, cool. Let's do our podcast, um, you know, Tuesday morning before we fly out mm-hmm. you know we'll have loads of time and then we suddenly realise no we're on Lake Garda and then we've got to get from Lake Garda to the nearest station which is a 20 minute taxi drive we're like oh, so what we'll get a taxi took us an hour to get a taxi oh no yeah and then we got to the train station we had to get a train station back into central Milan to then get the 5 euro bus to the airport and uh, we, we, we did okay for time in the end but we missed a train by like 5 minutes because the taxi was but uh, no time for a podcast no uh, and we're like oh maybe we could just do it like here and pretend we're in Italy like nah let's just you know, talk about it, and obviously, uh, since then, you know, Rob, I just had a chat, and we we're like, you know, he had, he thrived out there, and so any more products I get like that, I'd love to take him with me. But um, I also did my own personal vlog out there as well, which is pretty cool, and uh, it does really make me want to do a bit more traveling, like how easy it was to just get a flight for like twenty euros, yeah, and then all of a sudden you're there, it's like then right. you can just go and film what you want to film, yeah, you know, and hopefully people, you know, you'll have more you know cheese company not necessarily cheese companies but other yeah. people might get in touch and ask you to come out and yeah i think it was pretty cool review their produce yeah i like the idea of going out and meeting some subscribers as well in different countries yeah that'd like, be hey, cool I'm coming to wherever's house um and we're gonna might cook there or might just do a little tour show me the best thing to eat in wherever um i just got really like, i'm I, you know, january for me can't come at the best time at the moment like i just um after everything that's happened um it's a real nice time because we were actually starting to plan january i've had some ideas on my own I'm going to be doing a kitchen gadget of the week, which I'm really excited by. I'm really excited by that because I can put a bit more effort into the gadgets and like she focus on it and yeah. compare it to what something that you would use normally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that she just, I think I'm really excited by that. Um, I might be doing a giant food challenge as well, trying to raise some money for charity through the year. I like the idea That'd of doing cool. maybe one a month, maybe one every fortnight. Mm-hmm. And then also, like I said, I want to get out and about. Um, so I've got to find out what is actually doable um, with this space we've got here just see what's achievable and have some fun with it and obviously get you know people like yourself I want to do some vegetarian videos with yeah. you that'd be awesome yeah that'd be cool get loads of friends and family I know Stuart wants to come down we were at, uh, you were at the YouTube space from yesterday I right? was that was really yeah, exciting yeah, was, that was so that yeah. was such fun it was a coincidence I only want to get a train to London and uh, James and uh, sorry Jam 
Jam. Jam. Jane and uh, Mrs. Jane, uh, Mrs. Lettuce, were randomly going to London on a day off. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going. And I hopped in the car with you, so it saved me a train. And mm-hmm. we, uh, we got you in the old YouTube building. It was good, the yeah. We, Barshans. we had a day around London, then we come and met you and watched yeah. you filming your Barshans for a few hours. That was a bit, was that weird? What did you no, think it was the cool. It was, yeah, it wasn't how I imagined it. Mm. But it was still uh, fun to see it because not everyone yeah. gets to see that. You can't yeah. just walk in off the street and have a look around. So no. you've got to be invited in. I just showed you the, the, a little bit of the edit that I did for that already, yeah. like, and uh, like obviously you're seeing it now, like cropped in, and you know just the camera, what the camera saw, but yeah, to see it from because we were sat at the back, just yeah, just watching you guys doing your things, and yeah, but it's a, it's a cool old building, man. It was it, yeah, it was it was because we ended up in the wrong bit, didn't we? Because I was trying to get hold of you. Yes, and you're there going, well, I can't see you. Yeah, I've gone up the escalator. I'm, I'm, like, well, I'm, I'm stood here. Yeah, and I was like, you're going to Google head office. Or yeah, what, and right? I, <laughs> so yeah, somehow we managed to get into Google past security. Yeah. <laughs> without That's anyone noticing crazy. us. <laughs> yeah. Did you see any of the, like, the post-it notes on the glass up in the ceiling in there? I had to look around, yeah. Because yeah. they've got like these, they make, out of post-it notes, they make sort of Tetris um, and uh, like Space Invaders style monsters and oh, stuff. I, just, I didn't know that was post-it notes. Yeah, yeah, that's what oh, they did. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, they've just sort of done that inside the office block as you go up with the, the elevators, you see loads of them. Yeah. Um, at the top, they've got an absolutely breathtaking kitchen as well, which they said I could film in if we wanted to sometime, but it's actually, they have a chef in there all the time and Google employees can just go in there and learn how to cook. They can get cool. taught to make it's really good. They really look after. They got a gym there and everything, didn't they? Yeah, actually, random store. I was once offered a job by YouTube. Well, quite recently by YouTube. <laughs> yeah, just to get. Do you want, do you want to come and work for us as a, as a specialist, either uh, as an ad hoc, you know, as and when, or do you want us to actually employ you? And I was That's like, pretty cool. You know, it's quite cool to work for Google. Have your own. What's your work email? Oh, at Google dot com, not Gmail. No Google. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, like the whole thing going out to LA or San Francisco or whatever, and like, you know, they've got a real cool building there. That would be awesome where they've got yeah. slides in it. The one in England, like, saw is probably not as cool, but you know, you never know one day. But I was like, no, I'm, I like doing what I'm doing at the moment. But that is, you know, if it would have been in London Ways, I cool talked to Becky those, about it. Those the, those carrots are being dangled, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's still good. We did my life over. I spoke to Becky about it, like, quite serious. I was like, well, shall I? I could still do cooking every now and then, the mm-hmm. odd silly video. And uh, I was like, it would be London, though. And she did not want to move. So I was like, well, I could just get a train every morning. Um, but then I thought, well, if I ever wanted to keep doing videos as well, which primarily I'd want to, I'd be knackered. You wouldn't have the time. Yeah. They'd they work you to the bone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which actually is the same case with Rob and I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were both absolutely knackered uh, when we got back from Italy. But uh, yeah, all good. That, that's my Italy st- my story. Well, it was... It sounded interesting, <laughs> yeah. The sort of watered down version of it, and like I said, we're looking forward to seeing the, the, uh, the, the, the feature length. Oh yeah, the director's cut. The director's cut. I did have a lovely sea bass ravioli, which for you as a vegetarian, you know, that's right up your street. Yeah, I mean, I take that on board. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, the pasta was just so good. In fact, I brought some pasta back from Italy, which I've been told you can order online. I think it's called Rumo R U M M O. I'll look in the packet in a minute, and you can take some with you. Um, you just cook it like normal, you know. It's just boiled in the in the you know dried pasta. Yeah, yeah. It's not fresh, obviously, but it was incredible. Like I made something with it the other day, and it just tasted absolutely phenomenal. Like so, are uh, you MMO? It's like a grey package with red writing. Okay. If you look for that online, if yeah. you want to taste some decent pasta, um, but make sure you don't overcook it. Like if it, if you've got it to the the package instructions, like try and cook it slightly under, but. Um, just like drench cold water over it just to stop it cooking. If it, it was just ah, oh. I made um, a recipe here the other day with it actually. Um, for the for the Guana Padano video, it's the second half of it. Just did a Guana Padano tomato pasta with uh, rigatoni. So rigatoni is like basically like yeah. giant macaroni. Yeah, yeah. So if you overcook that, 
it's not tubey anymore. It goes to suddenly it gets Just squished flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it kept the shape and it's oh it's so good. So uh, that's my little tip. Try gelato. Avoid uh matata. Um, try peck. Go and peck and also get some decent pasta and bring it home with you and, and pretend you're Italian. Actually, what I had when we landed. The food was so good. I got back. And I was just like craving like roast potatoes and like something really? British. Yeah. I really wanted some like a roast dinner or something. Yeah. Because um, I knew anything else I'd have just wouldn't compare to it. And Cottage that's a true pie story. or something like that. Oh, yeah. Just something stodgy British. Yeah. And I did miss it a little bit, but not David Blaine miss it. No. And it wasn't 44 days oh, of uh, bet, oh, David. Yeah. I bet he had some cravings while he was lurking up there. Oh, I bet he did. Hey? I bet he's got some stories to tell in that box. Oh, I bet he had. Yeah. Those sheets went over him. Yeah. Jaffa cakes <laughs> munching on them, wasn't he? Yeah. God, blimey. What would you do a stunt like that? Oh, I'd like to do a stunt yeah. of some sort, but I'm not sure I could do 44 days of any yeah. grub. If that was genuine, that was hard. Yeah. That, I couldn't do it. You like, 600,000. I, I think even if someone gave me 600K. Yeah. I genuinely think there's no way on this earth I could do 44 days without any food. It's a pretty special effort, isn't it? Yeah. But that's why he's a magician. There you go. <laughs> that's magic. Some of his card tricks, though, are awesome. Like, and all that stuff. So I love the shows like that where he was doing like actual illusions. and Yeah. But obviously that, you know, as soon as, once you know, you know. It's not magic. I, get it. I mean, it's magic. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Daniels. Yeah. That's magic. Oh, he was the legend. He's brilliant. Yeah, well, he's dead. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he's not brilliant anymore. Well, well his wife's in Strictly Come Dancing. In my eyes, he is. Yeah. My kids are obsessed with Strictly Come Dancing. I haven't watched that. No? no. Never watched it ever? I may have seen the odd bit of an yeah, episode. I've never is. watched it uh, to know like who's winning and who's good oh. and who's bad. Last two years, like my kids are all at that age now. Phoebe and Chloe, her and Mrs. Barry, the kids and Mrs. Barry sit down every Saturday now. They run up to Christmas. Starts about September. Strictly Come Dancing, X Factor, right up to Christmas. It's gone. My Saturday nights are gone. I mean, what I, you know, what you mean is your kids are at the age now <coughs> where you can pretend that it's them that wants to watch. Oh it, yeah, yeah. But secretly, and I'm the one like having it, yeah, dancing, yeah. putting my tap shoes on, and all so, that stuff. Oh god, we got to watch this again, have we? Like, I think, move out the way, then let me in that settee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebe, uh, go and make me a drink. Yeah, judge my dancing. <laughs> That's it, yeah, <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's also a good excuse. For it. Right, yeah, you guys. Yeah, you just watch your telly. I'm just going to go out with my friends and maybe have a just quiet drink. Yeah. Get, <laughs> three in the morning. Hey, yeah. lads. lads. Yeah, great night out. Yeah, just went best out for, life ever. Yeah, just went for one drink. Yeah, that's um, it. But I wish I could do that, to be honest. But um, actually, as it is, I need to change the, the date that I upload the vlogs because um, I ended up, literally, the last two years or 18 months of my life doing the vlogs. Like, I've been, like, editing videos at mm-hmm. Saturday night. Till like 11 at night, like insane. My social life would go as well. So sometimes I'd hear them downstairs watching that thinking, well, I'd rather at least be doing that than editing a vlog. So I'm going to try and change the uh, when I bring it back and I haven't smashed my camera, which I didn't tell you about. I think everyone will be happy that you brought back the Barry's vlog as well because I yeah. think people were missing it, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. It's, it was just hard to do. And the actual, do you know what? The aim of the Barry's channel was never to actually show my family. It was for me to have another channel. I was going to call it My Virgin Life. I was going to literally just do anything else. Yeah. Um, but I guess it kind of does do that. But now it's basically uh, it's turned into a vlog, and I really wanted it to be more. Uh, hey guys, so today I'm going to learn how to do a Rubik's cube, or you know, I, I was going to do gaming. I was going to do yep. loads of crazy stuff on it. But um, it's pretty cool because people have, like really enjoyed it, and we've had some pretty cool opportunities recently that could come as a result of continuing it. But I don't, I don't really do it for that reason. It's quite nice to actually document my life mm-hmm. and like look back at it and go because this is like a behind the scenes of all this. So, um, but I haven't really been able. We've been working so hard, like Rob and I here. 
I didn't even have like the energy to even pick up the camera and do it. So I need to kind of get to that system now. And I would start on Monday, but we were by the castle in Lake Garda on in Sermione where we were staying, and uh, did a little piece to camera, mm-hmm. dropped it on the floor, nice. shattered, the, shattered the grass screen, but it still worked. I show it actually in the vlog, so if you guys want to see that, so it's now off for repair. Brand new one of those is about five hundred quid. Hoping the repair will be two hundred or less. Hopefully they're not listening. Hoping it's going to be like ten quid. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. In fact, if you were, if you want to do it for free, then he'll give you a shout out. Yeah, absolutely. I should do that. Uh, so that's being repaired. Otherwise, the vlog would be like happening right now. So, anything else you want to say, mate? No, I think we. we I just wanted to hear about your trip. Yeah. Uh, if I add up the uh, time on the clock here from the second recording, the first one, which is about twenty odd minutes long, yeah. we've hit about an hour or just over. Well, then I think then that should be what you call a podcast oh right is that what we're doing yes great yes uh thank you so much for the love of the podcast folks remember i think this is episode 33 we said at the start so yeah have a little listen and the, to the actual journey kind of like the my virgin kitchen journey of starting with the 480 camera with no tripod in the dark and then tripod and then the hd then the 4k and, and then the barn uh listen to the the growth of the podcast and how now you have velvet in your ears how now, brown cow. Yeah, a lady actually got in touch about helping me edit my podcast really I don't know how much she's going to charge. I got a call with her on Monday. Uh, I hope it's not a lot of money, but she said that I can make it sound really good. And I, I, I really think this sounds fine now. So if people are happy with it, I won't pay that because I don't, I don't make any money from it. I well, just I think, enjoy I doing think it them. Sounds well. If you compare it to, let's say, let's say, compare it to thirty-three to number thirteen. Yeah, you will notice a hell of a difference. There's, there's definitely a, a change. You sound so much bassier. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> also, you've had a um, a white Amy dog hair on your microphone since we've been doing this, and I can't stop staring oh at it. Oh my gosh, I've just seen it. I'm so glad I didn't inhale that from my nose. I was concerned that it might get your nose, but then I was also kind of hoping it might get your nose because I wanted to see the reaction. Oh, to really pull that out of the mic then. It's well. a long one, isn't it? Her What's that, about an inch? About five and the, inches, and the actually. Hair. Um, I, uh, I um, try not to pull these out of these uh, too much because they're like I don't know, remnants. She she litters hair selectively. Well, she's all over me at the minute. See this? They're actually, the sofa. Wow, black is a good choice because the white hairs of Amy just go right up. They, against they it. really, yeah, they yeah. really sort of complement each other. If I left her in there for a week just to run around on the sofa, it would be white. It would be like a sheepskin rug. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for joining me, Lettuce. My pleasure. Thanks, Jane. My pleasure. I think I just need to end with our Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, bellissimo. Um, yeah, we'll get you in a video soon. We'll do a veggie. Yeah, I'll be wicked. Let's video, do it. Veggie recipe. And um, uh, James does like doing his podcast, so no doubt he'll be stuck with his voice I'll be ma- back. many times. All right. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, give it a like, give it a share, tell, tell a friend. Because if you tell a friend, that's one more person that could know about it. And uh, we're back uh, trying to do them every week now. I might still stick them up on a Sunday night, but only promote it on a Monday. Um, because that seemed to be what I'd put out on a Sunday. But I put video out on a Sunday as well. So I didn't want to make it like loads of content and nothing on a Monday. But keep checking in. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all that stuff. Like it. Share it. Wear it. Print <laughs> off the podcast and wear it That'd somehow. Brilliant. I don't know podcast how. Podcast clothing. Take a selfie of you listening to the podcast and then get that made a Print it out multiple, multiple times and make a bodysuit out of it. Yes. A, a poddy suit. A poddy suit. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> And just before the battery goes on this thing, which it's on one bar. It's been on one bar since I put those new batteries in. well. It's going to tease me the whole time. It is, isn't it? Right. Let's go. Goodbye. Goodbye.